Hi there and welcome to another episode of my podcast. I do apologize if you hear me chewing gum. I know it's tacky to talk while chewing gum or like, I don't know. I just, you know, like a lot of people frown upon like anyone chewing gum while they're interacting with other people. Especially if it's like in an obnoxious way, you know, where you're like chewing with your mouth open, popping your gum, whatever, you know? Like, my grandma used to pop her gum all the time, and it was, like, the most irritating thing ever. Like, I don't know why, but it just, I hated it. Like, and she was so good at it. Like, I don't understand how she was doing it so often, you know? But I figured it out myself, and I don't know. I try not to chew gum so much, but I occasionally like to. And this one's like bubblegum flavor, which is really my favorite kind of gum. Just bubblegum, artificial flavor. This brand is Trident Sugar-Free Gum. Yeah, it's, like, literally my favorite. I think, like, one of my favorite gums, too, growing up was those, like packages of like baseball chew i don't know it's like gum that had the baseball player on the package you know and it's like advertised as like what the baseball players chewed but really we found out that you know like baseball players were actually chewing tobacco but i guess like some of them tried to chew gum because it was healthier but yeah anyways enough of that um so like Let me update you on stuff that's going on. Okay, so basically, I got really annoyed because... Well, not really. Like, I wasn't annoyed, but I definitely felt some kind of way because... I got written up at work. And I mean, I'm not surprised I did, but also I am disappointed that I did because... The reason I got written up was... For accepting a $100 tip and then not, like, putting it in the tip jar for everyone else, you know, to share it. And that's what, by default, we're supposed to do. You know, normally that's what I do anytime people have handed me money. Well, nobody actually has ever handed me money while I've been working to me directly they've always put it in the chip jar, you know? So I've never been like, oh, that's for me, so I'm going to take it. Like, the reason this happened was because, okay, so there was, like, this influencer, and this happened Easter day. I was working, and I was just, like, I was even in the drive-thru. I was just like, okay, I'm going to go. Like, I was literally just, like, doing backups, like, not doing the drive-thru, you know, like, I was, um, yeah, like, just basically making stuff, you know, like, just helping out, just doing things, whatever, and so that happened, and, um, okay, I got totally sidetracked with what I was saying, sorry. Okay, no, this was really the story. So, my coworker 
Ethan. He's, like, doing the drive-thru. And I was originally, like, just helping him out, whatever. But I was, I was like, basically standing near him, working on other stuff, you know. But I was there to, like, help out just in case anyone else needed help with something. And while he was, like, ma- while he was handling all that drive-thru, like, apparently a customer came in who turned out to be this really, like famous or popular influencer in our area or semi-known you know because i don't know them but apparently people know them and apparently they have over a million followers on instagram so this influencer was like i'm gonna do like an easter egg scavenger thing for my followers so like she decided to like i guess hide eggs around a certain area of town and you know, she had her followers go try and find them. But what happened was she also felt so generous that she decided to, like, give my coworker, like, $200. But the way she did it was she gave my coworker, you know, Ethan, had, who was the drive through she gave him two eggs since it was Easter. And he was like, a customer just gave me two eggs. Or yeah, like not. Yeah. Ethan was like, hey guys, a customer just gave me two eggs. Does anybody want one? And I was like standing right there. So I was like, I want one. Because I just assumed it was like candy, you know. And I'm like, Easter, like yay. And then I'm like, and on top of it, I get a plastic egg, you know. The egg is kind of cute. Like it has glitter on it. So, yeah, I took the egg and then I was like, what the heck? Like, this egg is so light. There's, like, literally nothing in here. You know, is this a joke? But then I'm like, there could be money in it, you know? And so, yeah, sure enough, I opened it up and there was $100 in it. And then Ethan kept $100 and I kept $100. And, like, literally the first thing, like, our reactions was just, we looked at each other and then we looked around and then I just, like, put the money in my pocket because I was like I'm not like I want this I need this hundred dollars and at the time I was just like so broke oh my god I feel like I've told this story like have I told this whatever yeah I did but like on Twitter right but anyways yeah like I had just spent like a hundred dollars on grocery and I'm used to spending around like $60, $70, $50 just for a week of groceries, you know? And then this time, because of inflation and I don't know, maybe I'm not, like, buying smart and saving or, you know, like, buying discounts or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to, like, buy low-quality shit because I'm, like, what I put in my body, I'm careful about, you know? And plus, I have to buy gluten-free bread if I want bread. And that's a little more expensive than plain wheat bread. Which really sucks, but that's just the way it is. And then... So, yeah, my groceries are no longer, you know, as... Like they used to be. I have to pay more. And so I just... Like, blew through $100, and getting those extra $100 really just made up for it, you know? So, I was like, this was, like, meant to be. This is good. And, anyways, like, 
my coworker, like the next day, I don't know if it was exactly the next day, but like a following day or so, a coworker of mine who like follows this influencer, she was just like, oh my God, like who got those? I know somebody here got $200. Who was it? And I was like, well, what I did, well, I didn't say anything right away, you know, but then later I was like, um, so like if we do get a hundred, like if we do get a big tip like that, like what should we do, you know? And she was just like, you got those extra hundred dollars, didn't you? And I was just like, yeah, but I didn't get them all myself. And it was technically not even me. It was Ethan, you know, and then he just ended up handing me. And not those extra hundred dollars unknowingly either, you know, because like he didn't know what to do. And and he even said, like, I don't need these two extra two hundred dollars. Like these could go to someone else who really needs them. And I was like, yeah, me, I really need these extra hundred dollars. But then when Ethan said that, I was like, oh, my God, you're such a spoiled, like, privileged guy. Like, obviously... I think he comes from, like, a family who's, like, maybe upper middle class or well off because the other day he even was, like, I have to leave at this certain time because I have, um, go to the golf course (laughs) to practice. (laughs) I don't know. I think he had, like, yeah, like a, what are they called? Practice lessons? instructing lessons I don't know like he was taking some kind of thing or being coached or something but I'm just like that is such like I don't know I'm guessing he's not poor you know and exactly why he was like I don't need these extra hundred dollars but I also think he just meant like this influencer can be giving money to needy people instead of like just throwing it around acting like she's being this generous person when she's really causing like a conflict for certain people like me who ended up getting written up for those extra for accepting that hundred dollar tip and not sharing it like yes i should have shared it with my co-workers and just put in the tip jar and then that would have been the end of it but i didn't i was greedy and it came back to bite me in the ass you know which is more than fair. Like, I will take the write-up. But I do think it's uh, uncalled for. Just because it is my first offense. And if anything, I should have just, like... Gotten a verbal warning, you know? But I guess, in a way, also... They want to be serious about it. And show that, like... You really can't just pocket money like that, you know? Especially if it's, like, a $100 bill. So I get it. I get the principle. I just still think it's unfair, you know? And whatever, like now I have a write-up. And I just think, I mean, and for a while too, I was like so annoyed by it. Because I was like, the way my manager came about telling me that I was getting written up was just so like, casual too because I was like in the back washing dishes and he was like um hey I need to talk to you about this situation and yeah basically you're getting a write up like 
He even said, like, I didn't know what to do. And I had to go outside and ask, you know. But I also am suspicious that, like, my coworkers went above his head and, like, told the district manager about it. And she recommended that I get a write-up. But then... I, I just think it was uncalled for because she didn't even know the whole story either. And she just assumed this one thing. Like, she just assumed that someone, like, put $200 in the tip jar and my coworker and I just took it for ourselves, you know? Which wasn't the case. Like, he was handed two eggs and he gave me an egg unknowingly, no, not knowing what was in them, you know? And then we made the mistake of keeping that money for ourselves. So, there's that, and whatever. Like, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Because, I mean, I am annoyed by it, but it's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world. And I realized that I've met the district manager multiple times, and I didn't realize who she was because I assumed it was, like, some, like, bitchy white lady. Like, literally, I, for some reason, assumed it was, like, a bitchy white lady with a bob. And it wasn't, like, it's this, like, really cute Hispanic Pacific Islander-looking woman who's been super nice to me. Like, she greets me by my name, and at first I was really confused how she knew my name, but then I'm like, I'm wearing a name tag, you know? But also, I think I just stand out to people, you know, and she's just, like, very smiley with me, and she just looks at me in a way where, like, I don't know if she wants to be my friend, or she wants to date me, or she wants to be me, but she looks at me a little differently, you know, and I also just think that, like, it's just a way where people, like, might marvel at me, because, like, Certain people's social circle do not consist of anyone being, like, LGBTQ, trans, whatever, you know? Like, anyone who's, like, different, you know, people marvel at. You know, it's not just about, like, gawking or glaring or, like, being rude. Like, people genuinely look at me and they're, like, in awe, which is so weird to me because I'm, like, ew, like, I look terrible today, but, like... People are like, no, I think you're amazing or things like that, you know, which are whatever. Like, this is all besides the point. So, yeah, I think there's, like, potential that I can, like, get on her good side and, like, I don't know. Because I was actually planning to just, like, go over everyone's head and just contact HR through corporate and just tell them that this was, like, wrong and I should just get a verbal warning, if anything. You know, I just wanted to plead my case. But, I mean... And then part of me is like, is this even worth it? Should I just leave it alone? Because I have had other people tell me, maybe you should just leave it alone and not make a big deal of it, you know? But part of me is just, like, so tired of letting people walk over me or mistreat me or think they can pull shady shit with me because... I've gotten that the whole time I've been in the workforce, you know? Like, people have mistreated me. People have said little things. People have, like, purposely pushed me to get in trouble. Like, I remember one time I got written up at one of my old jobs when I worked at a grocery store. Because this 
like very very old man came in and he bought and he bought like seventy dollars worth of grocery groceries and he used a check to pay you know and like he was just this fragile old man who I felt like really bad for because like he could barely carry anything. He struggled to write the check, you know, and took him a while. So I tried to be as patient with him and as helpful as I could be. And in the end, like, I accidentally just hit cash while I was trying to, like, process the payment check. So I was like, oh, my God, like, I literally just messed up this transaction and now I'm going to have to call someone over and it's going to be this whole thing and it's going to take way longer. And then this old man's not going to understand what's going on. So I panicked and I was like, you know what, just like, go ahead, sir. And I gave him back his check and I gave him the receipt that printed because when you know, when you press cash, like the register thinks you put cash in it. And then the receipt prints. And then whether there's, like, change or not involved, that's it. And so, like, I just, like, gave him the receipt, closed the register, and gave him his check back. And basically, like, he got $70 worth of groceries for free. Which, you know, really is, like, such a minimal thing. Especially, like, if it's a grocery store tied into, like, a huge chain, you know? Which it was. And then... But as soon as that old man left, I was like, hey, I made a mistake and did this and that, you know. And I told the person, the supervisor in charge at the time. And she was like, I'm going to have to write you up. Because you could have, you know, you should have called someone over to help you with this transaction. But I feel like at the time, too, they sh- she could have been, this is a verbal, verbal warning. Like, don't ever do it again. But she was like, no, I'm writing you up. And I think it also took her, like, a lot of... um, Like, she was happy to do it. Like, she hated me. I could tell. Like, um, the way she would glare at me, give me dirty looks, and side-eye me all the time. Like, I remember... I got my nails done... And then the next day, she got her nails done. But I remember the day I showed up with my nails done to work. She looked at me in such a dirty way. And I was like, what a bitch. Like, why would you be jealous about me getting my nails done, you know? You could get your nails done too, bitch. Like, there's no need to be a hater. Like, I could just tell this woman was, like, a full-on hater. And it was just so weird, too, because, like... She was this grown woman who had, like, a daughter the age, like, near my age. And I remember, too, there was, like, these guys who were, like, technically still in high school who were working there as well. And she was, like, constantly trying to get them to, like, Admit that they wanted to, like, take her daughter out on a date or something like that. And then also she would, like, use her daughter as an excuse to, like, try to talk to the younger guys and flirt with them, you know? 
Which I thought was so bizarre because she was this full-on married woman. And and she was just, like, blatantly flirting with, like, teenage boys, you know, at work. Which was so gross to me, but whatever. But anyways, I was way in the past. And I don't know. I've gotten written up a handful of times since then, you know. So it's, like. Not a big deal to me. But that first time it did happen, I cried. Just because I thought it was so unfair, you know. It really sucked. Yeah, I'm so sensitive. (laughs) But, yeah, like... Now... I don't know. I feel, like, a bit more comfortable at work. But at the same time, I don't. You know, like, I still don't know everything. I'm still not fast enough. I don't have, like, confidence in myself 100%, you know? It's still, like, iffy. But I am getting better, for sure. Um, then there's also, like, I'm, like, I've only gotten on three dates so far with Nick and the guy I'm dating, and... Like, things are progressing pretty well. Like, I really like him. And I think he really likes me. I, I think, like, it's very mutual. We've been talking pretty much every day now. Um, I think we try to... I think, like, we're just planning to see each other... As much as we can. Like, which means pretty much, like, every weekend. Or, you know... Whenever possible. Like, he's really sweet. Um, this last time he came over, we had, like, dinner. And then I tried to get him to watch Westworld with me. But we just ended up, like, making out the whole time. And then it was our third time hanging out. Which seems weird because I feel like it's been way longer But it really hasn't been. And we finally had sex too. And it was like crazy because it was like intense, but super hot and passionate. And I don't know. I was just so surprised that he had this like side. He has this side to him that I didn't realize he's there because he's just like very quiet and. He seems like such a simple guy. And I was like worried that we wouldn't really have chemistry, you know. But we do. Like, I feel like we just flow very... Like, everything's in sync, you know. We're very... Simpatico? Yeah. Compatible, simpatico, whatever. It's very much that. Like, it's crazy, but I already want to say, like, being... It's like, I love you. (laughs) Which, I don't know, that's just me being, like, over the top, you know? And, like, my Venus and Libra and Cancer Moon, Scorpio Sun placements just being, like, intense and overbearing. And, like, diving deep, you know, head in, head first into the deep end, you know? 
And I don't think he's against it, but I feel like he is also very grounded and just realistic about the situation because, like, I mentioned before, I'm still technically single. Like, he's not actually my boyfriend. Plus, um, yeah, like he said, he's going to be busy this summer, and I don't think we're going to see much of each other, which is going to be brutal because I'm already so attached. In a way, and I'm, like, constantly reminding myself, don't get attached, don't overthink this, just let it go. You know, just let it be. Like, let it be on its own. Things will happen if they're meant to be. And then, you know, Mercury's in retrograde right now, so it's not really a good time to, like, commit to serious things or make, like, big decisions, you know? You have to be really careful if you do go about certain decisions, interactions, whatever. But yeah, with that said, I'm going to go inside because it's like, I'm in my car, it's really hot, and I don't want to keep turning my car on and off. So if you made it this far, I really appreciate it. Um, Hopefully I remember what else I wanted to talk about, and yeah, maybe there'll be like a part two. I don't know, maybe I could sit here and... Deal with it. Mm. Sorry, I was drinking water. But yeah, I'm gonna go inside. So yeah, take care. Happy Mercury and retrograde, whatever. I don't know, what is it called? Cycle? Phase? Um, yeah. Be safe.